Good morning, hello, and welcome back to the Making Zen online retreat. Uh, this is Kate being um, photobombed by a cat right now. Um, this morning, we are going to be joining Joe Avery live, who is one of our Making Zen presenters for the May um, May event. And I'm just going to send her a quick invitation and see if she morning would you like to share where you're joining in from so that i can see what wonderful places you live and <laughs> Hi, here okay. she is <laughs> you too yeah, how's yeah, things you. yeah i've been um, very busy as always but uh, just had a uh, a retreat last weekend so still kind of recovering from it a bit really <laughs> So yeah, it was it was great fun. It was really really good, but takes it out of you a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of does. What was the uh, so retreat the, the that you were part of? Fresh House is myself and Karen Lewis and Lynn Goldsworthy, two other UK quilters, and we've been organising them since about 2016-17 actually. Um, so we just the different sorts of ones we do usually somewhere in England somewhere because I'm in Scotland they're in England so we try and do something that we can is somewhere in between so we were um, in Yorkshire we're about five minutes drive from Karen's house so she organizes the, the, the venues usually <laughs> but it was this amazing place called Harewood um, it's a beautiful estate a, a beautiful house and um, we took all these little cottages that people could stay in. And then we had one kind of big house as a hub where we could all get together and sew. And we did all very mindful Zen stitching type stuff. Lots of sort of hands, all hand stitching, no machines, loads of different techniques. And then we put them together to, into fabric books mm -hmm. or rather they'll do that when they, when they get home and finish them. So little sample books. So yeah, it was really uh -huh. lovely. It's the first time we've been to that, that place. So we're going back in September. Um, I think we'll do another another one uh, next year because it's really really good good venue. Yeah, it sounds lovely, and I really like um, how you said you were saying doing kind of the the Zen yeah. thing, which was all hands, so you don't have to worry about transporting yeah. sewing machines or, as far or as any of that. The kind of organise of these things, um, extension leads, and you know, like plugging stuff in and finding enough plugs is always like one of the most stressful parts of organizing a retreat so yeah not and you know people don't need quite as much space when they're hand sewing and they could take them away to the like nice little seating areas and just sit and chat there and, and because there wasn't the machine sound you know it was just it was just a really lovely atmosphere it was very chill very relaxed we could just sit and hand sew with them so it was yes very I think a really nice way of doing it you know there's lots of retreats out there and I think you can choose yeah. one that that suits you you don't have to all offer machine ones so <laughs> <laughs> that's so true and you know i guess um for a lot of us we just automatically assume sewing goes yeah. hand in hand with the sewing <laughs> machines so uh, you know <laughs> how 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 outrageous to suddenly I get know. together and not have sewing machines yeah, and do sewing the first, together. <laughs> first time we've done the hand sewing ones so they've all been had machines even mm. though um so the ones we did last year there was hand sewing elements but people all brought their machines for you know there was machine sewing elements as well so this is the first time we've kind of said yeah. no machines but because they had their own little cottages they wanted to they could have bought their machines and done stuff there but actually nobody did everyone was really happy to hand sew. even the ones that said they didn't like hand sewing 
got really into it. <laughs> it it's, it's really funny, isn't it? Because I, I know growing up, my first introduction into a whole lot of textile making mm. is through a sewing machine. You sew your clothes you, and all that kind of stuff. And I had a lot of resistance using hand stitching for anything like wow. I would even use a sewing machine to sew on a button that's crazy you know, hey, you must yeah have some big road to demand <laughs> change uh, to do what you're doing now <laughs> uh, well I tell you what and so my tune has totally changed and I now love to do everything by hand and to the extent where these days I have to think twice about yeah. whether I really want to use a sewing yeah. machine but occasionally I do I mean, it's, it's good for what it is. I seem to be doing so much by hand, and actually, you know, you do have to sort of pace yourself. So I'm do I'm doing the hundred day project all by hand, and that's like, oh, oh it's another day. I've got to, you know, like I can't always keep up. And I've got, you know, hand stuff for our, <laughs> our academy, and there was hand stuff for the retreat. And I actually am finding myself now going, oh, I'd love to just go and do some machine sewing. So you know, I mean, I, I just. Like, <laughs> I love to knit. I'm really into fair on knitting at the moment. I'm like, I can't do my knitting because I've got there's only so many hours a day you can sit around and do and do hand stuff. So yeah, I'm like I've kind of victim of my own success. Is that everybody loves all the hand stuff I'm doing, so they keep wanting me to do more. And now I'm like, no, I want to get back to the machine now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's true. And I mean, I I must often I must admit that I really often wish I yeah. had. Arms like an octopus, so oh, yeah. I could be knitting over here and stitching over here and cooking over here a and patting the cat and all that. Great for <laughs> when these get completely worn out, and I can just screw a new pair on, you know, and uh, off I go. <laughs> Maybe that's the future. Yes. Probably after my lifetime, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love that. Yes, no, just that's just making me think. Did you ever see the program Inspector Gadget? <laughs> It was a cartoon. I know, I know a bit, but I don't know whether uh, I actually was... was the sort of thing I put my kids in front of years ago and went did, went did some sewing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he had all these most amazing gadgets, and I'm sure he could probably change his hair. There you go, then it'll happen, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. That's so true. And, um, Jane, you touched upon... Uh, being yeah. part of the 100-day yeah. project. Can you share with us what, what, what is your inspiration? Right. What is your creative manifesto? Yeah. I'm, I'm here to show you, actually. How, but how anyone can go off to my Instagram uh, feed. I've got, I've got a, hi a highlights, which I keep adding to, you know, like the story highlights, so you can look at them all. So, because I think we're up to about number 70, and I haven't, I'm, I'm missing uh, the three days now. So I'm getting a little bit high, but I am catching up. Anyway, they're little four inch blocks and they're <laughs> organic applique with embroidery. So it's very, very freehand. They're all kind of different linens. I sort of cut all the back, well, most of the backgrounds to start with. And I'm using kind of Essex linen or mm -hmm. any sort of linens I could find and other Manchester linens and woven. So they're, they're very textured. And basically I just sort of sit down every day and just make something up. So they're like little collagey things, but they're quite organic. So I might just see something around during the day and make a little note of it, a shape or something. And then when I go to do the next one, I've got some sort of thumbnails there to, as, as inspiration. But I try, I'm not drawing anything. I'm not doing any patterns. I just kind of get my scissors and I just freehand cut something out 
and I try and just be very kind of like in the moment when I'm doing it, no, no planning. And then I just, you know, appliques and different, different fabrics on to create something. And then I just use um, Aurafil 12 weight wool to do um, the embroidery. And I do some embroidery and embellishment, you know, very simple hand quilting, a little bit of some knots, some chain stitch, maybe some little crosses. That's about the extent of it really. So yeah, it's, it's, mm -hmm. oh, it's fabulous to do because every day is a little experiment. So, you know, and some of them work better than others, obviously, you know, as experiments, but some of them I'm like, oh, I love that. I'm going to do more of that. Mm -hmm. So it's a way of having a hundred experiments mm -hmm. and then being mm -hmm. able to use the best ones in future projects. So I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. I could imagine. Imagine, like you say, you've, so you, you've set yeah. yourself these kind of parameters and then from from the daily experiments, it's kind of expanding the possibilities because yeah. you're discovering techniques or colours or exactly. just even composition. Yeah, yeah I, don't really, I did sort of like have a few ideas to start with. It wasn't just a completely blank page. And, there, and more are always coming, but it's still a bit of an adventure. You know, I don't know, something completely different could could be created on this day you know I, I don't mean and I really love that actually, the spontaneity of it just to be just to not I hate planning so I just love that oh just and also there's a really playful element like you're just cutting up fuzzy felt or something you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's just like yeah so, so I think it puts you in mm -hmm. touch with your inner child as well <laughs> yeah yeah it feels it great like that isn't it like it's just it's, it's so tactile yeah. and so yummy yeah. to work with. So, so user friendly exactly. too, isn't it? Because That's it doesn't fray. For, um, like, for what we're doing for the for my um, talk with you, my presentation with you. Yeah, we're using felt, and I just realised I probably yes. could have brought some with me. I have nothing with me. I've gone into the to the room that has a quilt and the best Wi-Fi, and there's no sewing stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we can imagine it. Oh well, <laughs> yes. We we will and for people who um are very excited to find out a little yes, bit more about it do you want to give a description <laughs> of, of what so the well, basically yeah um <laughs> and then check out people your... will know of the kind of shisha mirrors which are the they're often seen in indian textiles and they're little mirrors that are framed with embroidery and you see them on a lot of things and when i was first starting to really get into into sewing and quilting back in the 1990s there was a big sort of explosion of ethnically looking stuff and ethnically textiles and that kind of folk world textiles and with these and lo you know lots of people wearing all this sort of with mirrors on and I, I um was like I must learn how to do this so I taught myself how to do it from a book I mean these days you can buy them with ready-made frames on but they you, you know they, they look so manufactured so um I've, I've taught this over the years mm -hmm. and it's finding something to teach it on that's kind of like more than just the mirror so I mean I did used to put them on quilts and things so and I've tried various things Anyway, I just thought I need a, a shape <laughs> um, and I thought well, let's try a triangle I've never done anything with a triangle so I put the the mirrors in the center of the of the triangle and then embellished around it and made this little triangle pin cushion which somebody said looked like a samosa and I was like great shisha samosa like a bit of alliteration that's brilliant and I've enjoyed yeah. putting various embroideries into the corners of the this triangle it's kind of made the most of the shape to sort of um, use the embroideries at these very sort of points and you know the other thing I then discovered was mm. in fact I discovered this I totally stole this off students which I will do if you come up with any good ideas in my class um, I was teaching this shisha <laughs> on felt different sort of shape 
um, at QuiltCon together, which was when, when we had COVID, um, they had a, an online conference and some people hadn't been able to get the mirrors to do it. So they just used buttons or old coins. And I was like, oh, God, I never would have thought of that. You know, the brilliant ideas. I always meant to try it. So with a few of the, of the Shisha samples I was doing for this, I tried using these objects and um, asked people what else I could use. And people were saying that, I mean, that's a really good idea. You know, you get these kind of round flat magnets and then it would be like a needle keeper as well. Mm -hmm. So I haven't got around to doing that one yet. And I was thinking maybe like a very flat pebble or something. So I think it's, in a way, it's a bit like what Miriam um, Textiles does. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, where she yes. um, crochets around pebbles and things, which I think is, absolutely fascinating i know she's another one of your regular teachers mm. and so it's a bit like that really that you could perhaps yeah. sort of shish her around a flat pebble they have to be sort of flatter than what she does anyway i love the idea of doing something that then the students can mm. take on mm. and experiment with and give me great ideas to steal so <laughs> <laughs> I was and that's one of the great things about being a yeah. teacher isn't it or being in that creative environment whether you a teacher or a student, everybody gets so much out of it because yeah. everyone's bringing their experience and their ideas and, you know, it, yeah, it really is like a melting pot brain, of, I of think. Just That's what happens at the retreat. We all learn from each other, you know. Everybody's sharing these gadgets that they've got and no one's seen that before. And so I feel like we learn more mm. because we're kind of putting all our, our wisdom together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a lovely way of putting yeah. it, actually. It's a wisdom so collective. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just love it, and I'm I'm super excited because doing the shisha mirror is well, the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm making sure I get my shishas and my samosas correct. <laughs> uh, but doing the mirror is something that I've always wanted to do. Like I've seen them on the textiles and always yeah. admired them and appreciated them, and I just love how you're taking it that little bit further like you say with um the buttons and you know like when you yeah. start looking at flat objects you start to yeah, think about them in a totally yeah, different way what else we could do you know anyway so yeah it is really funny yeah. it's one thing i've taught it over the years and not everybody's loved it i have to say it's kind of one of those things that you know you kind of know as a teacher the sort of things where where you go oh you're gonna love this and everybody loves it and other ones where people are going to get a bit frustrated to start with but i think that's one of the great things about doing it on a video because you can um rewind it whereas it's hard to rewind the teacher i mean she can keep showing you it but she's maybe moved on you know so you can just keep rewinding to the to the beginning of that and you know, no one's getting behind in the class and things so um i think it's a good way of doing it. yeah yeah exactly that's one of the yeah with online teaching it that is so so true isn't it and you can if you don't quite get it right yeah. you can stop rewind stop rewind and even like the, because what we're teaching yeah. is um real close-ups of hands and fingers and cloths all that kind of thing with yeah. the video camera or a phone or whatever you're using you can get those close-ups whereas if you're doing exactly. it in a classroom some people can't get close to really see i think that is another really positive point yeah. about doing the video classes that people can get right up close be a bit of it you know intrusive in real life but they can you know the video camera and get right into you yeah so yeah there is i mean i still yeah. like to teach yeah. real you know physically in the same space as people 
Um, but I think there's pros and cons mm. both. and also the accessibility, you know, I don't want to travel yeah. all over the world. I didn't want to travel yeah. that far, in, you know, from my locale, but you know, people can, can experience t learning with me from all over the world then, can't they? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I know it is. It's, it's so magical. Like you say, it's, it's just, um, the ability to tap into yes. creative people all around the world and the, just, yeah, the, the creative textile um, community online yeah. is just so warm and friendly it's yeah sometimes yeah, exactly. that's what you need <laughs> yeah. Somebody friendly. yeah for sure <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely which also um, makes me think um, for anybody who is joining the making Zen retreat this time around and you're also um, either on Instagram and or Facebook join the um, Facebook community too because that's a really great way of seeing what other people are doing and sharing what you're up to. And Joe, this, what made me think of this is we're talking about flat objects that yeah. we can do the stitching around. Liz Haywood is teaching making buttons and fastenings oh. from found objects. And one of her found objects is getting beer bottle tops hammering them flat and turning those into buttons so you could do the same with the shisha that's another good thing because some of the some of the do you know i was thinking as well not beer so much because probably i don't drink so much beer but you know the tops on bottles of um like champagne or carver and stuff they have some of those oh. are really quite beautiful and they're they're quite flat they've just and they don't have a serrated edge on them do you know that is a really yeah. nice idea i wonder what some yeah maybe i'll have to try that they might need hammering but um i'm, I'm sure i can find someone to do that but um yeah that's another thing yeah because some you know, sometimes <laughs> things are just really decorative and you kind of appreciate that someone's put some work into it you don't want to just chuck it away necessarily so yeah yeah exactly and if you're thinking about the the champagnes and that quite often you drink yes. champagne for a special occasion and so it then yes into a nice keepsake as well that you can embroider onto something idea. or even really good like... idea. I love all this. <laughs> See? We're working together here. And this is just two brains. Imagine the rest of them out there. Oh, and it's so fun. So look, I've got your um, Instagram page here that I'm looking at and getting really inspired by so everybody go and check out um, your page when we've finished up for today because there are so many beautiful um, images that you've posted in all your 100-day uh, project stitches and, and all that kind of stuff. Do you have um, anything in mind for what you're going to do with your 100 stitched yes i uh, samples do i'm a bit obsessed by um fabric books at the moment so i started making those at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. and i kind of fancy making like a whole library of different books so i decided when i decided to do this 100 days i thought rather than doing another quilt or something or a wall hanging i, I just really like this idea of these kind of three-dimensional objects that the books become so i'm making them in, making it into a book so it's going to have four on a page i've sort of planned it out already how many you know how many pages that's going to give me i need to make a cover and an information page and otherwise it's going to have four on each page so yeah that's what i'm going to do with it and it finishes in um less than a month now i think it's the first of june so then I'll go on and, uh, and make the book. And I'm wow. going to put it into Festival of Quilts, which is our big UK, Euro European mm -hmm. show. And they have something mm -hmm. called a quilt creations category, which I've 
I've never had anything to enter before. And it's like objects or like clothes. It's anything quilted that's three-dimensional. So I thought that I'd, I'd put it into there. So um, I think, you know, I've got till end of July to finish it. <laughs> wow. Oh, that, I love that idea. I absolutely love it. It's, um, I could only imagine just how yes. beautiful and tactile it would be when you've got all these samples squished together. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, mm, absolutely. I'm just thinking um, as part of the last retreat, uh, Lorna Crane is a textile artist and also mixed media artist. So she created these books that were momogami, which is paper that you massage oil into and it wow. becomes almost like Never a book. that. Amazing. Yeah, so you'll have to look look into that after your 100-day retreat experiments. But she had these just beautiful books and probably, you know, two wow. inches thick and beautifully wow. bound. So um, I'll send some of her stuff your way just in case <laughs> you need more inspiration. inspiration. Love getting new ideas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I just love that too. Plus, when you said book, I just instantly went to like a physical book. So there, I mean, that's a lovely idea too. Imagine if you put together a book to inspire others oh, to create. Yeah, yeah. when I keep saying I'm making books, people think I am like publishing a book or something. I'm like, no, no, it's all fabric and it's just one copy. But yes, it would be a good idea for that. But no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot more work into doing that sort of book than there is just sewing them together, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying doing these <laughs> playful fabric books. People can go, oh, they've been chosen. I'm like, no, they're for me. I'm like, you know, just, why should they be for children? Because yes. they're made of fabric, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm Never even thought of that. Oh, I, I just, I wish I was there so that I could touch and, 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 admire them because I, I know they're going to be absolutely beautiful when you, you put them all together I mean they just look so beautiful yeah. online so yeah that extra element of, of touch yeah. is always so lovely so um uh, with the uh, making Zen online retreat you've created this beautiful samosa pattern yeah. for us all to follow along with and that's the the free um workshop that everybody can participate in and if they want to purchase the all access pass i do believe you've added an extra yes, bonus for, yes. for lucky getting, people um, i think it's five of my classic quilt patterns so these are like ones that have um, like my you know quite the, uh, kind of i'd say my kind of famous patterns like the feathers the buffer wheel um, I think there's pickle dish, compass spin, and improv house. So I used to design these. They're all designed for magazines, but you know, some of them as long ago as like 2006, 15, 16, so quite a long time ago now. Um, and it was actually, I, I've never done a lot of one-off PDF patterns, but I, I did these in COVID times actually, because when I still had my shop in Edinburgh, um, we were trying to, we were like help, trying to help people find something to do. So I had started to produce kits because people couldn't get to the shops and things. So I, I brought the patterns out then so I could do kits with them. So anyway, they've been, they're available to buy. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, if, you, if you get the all access pass, which I would, I mean, I think for that price, it's amazing value. You know, those five patterns are 25 pounds. You know, if you wanted to buy five of those um, and mm -hmm. kind of working out how much you're mm -hmm. uh, making Zen all access pass, I think it's about 35 pounds. 
then you then you get to keep all of these um, mm. videos. There's just so much there. So I definitely think it's a really good idea to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. It's, it's lovely to hear that you think so too, because I just think it's amazing. Like really, if you were to sit down and follow every workshop in the retreat and do all the bonuses that are provided, well, you wouldn't be able it really to is work, at least you? a year's worth. <laughs> no, you'd have to be, yeah. that would be the job. Yeah. You'd have to go to textile, yeah. textile school every day. <laughs> And on that note, um, would you have any parting comments for people on how to include a bit of creativity every day? Because a lot of us mm. do struggle to find the time to create on a regular regular basis. So do you well, have any tips I mean, or suggestions? Actually, I think one of the important things is to have a range of projects on the go so that you're never at a... Because so, actually the, the problem with most people is getting started on something. It's making the decisions about this and getting everything ready and that. And, and if you... I always have about five different projects in different bags so I can go and do a very simple mindless crochet or a sock knitting where I don't have to think too much. I just want to actually feel myself doing processes. And then I'll have some other more complicated ones, mm -hmm. maybe some English paper piecing, some embroidery. And then there's always something I can go to without having to start something you know it's already started so it's not important you don't have to finish everything you can start something else and and I think with kind of handwork projects it's good I always have loads on the go once eventually I, I finish that pair of socks you know mm -hmm. after six months but and then I immediately start another pair and then it will take me that long so mm -hmm. I, that's what I think is really good is to have loads of different projects on the go of various varying degrees of um concentration that's necessary to do them so that you can find something mm -hmm. to suit your mood mm -hmm. or circumstances. If you've got a train journey coming up, are you going to be just watching TV for an hour? You know, and, but it's a documentary, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so you have to really look. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm the sort of person that can't read. I mean, even sitting here now, I actually have a thimble on because as I was waiting for you to come on, I was doing a little bit of, of hand quilting. And, you know, literally I can't waste any moment when I'm not sewing or knitting or crocheting mm. or something, you know, it's just feels like I like itch, mm. you know, to, so I think get into that, get into that obsessional <laughs> mindset and then you're always going to be doing something every day because you can't not. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I, I like your suggestion of having different progress projects of varying degrees of maybe yeah. would you say, Yes. intensity so some you don't yes. have to think about you can just kind of pick up and and do kind of thing, like the knitting or the crocheting but then others which maybe yes. require a little oh. bit more brain work or thought then then they're on the go as well i think that's fabulous i think you're going to inspire so many people and also give them permission yeah. to have more yeah. than one giving project on the go permission give yourself permission just to not like just to have fun and not with any you know not think no one's marking you guys no one knows what you're doing just just enjoy it you know i think people are too trying they put themselves off doing yeah. stuff because they think it won't be good enough or it won't be exactly the same as that. it's like nothing has to be that's why i'm really enjoying doing this sort of mm -hmm. it's one of the things i was teaching at the retreat was just to be very playful and freehand and just make something up as you go along and you know take the pressure off yourself to be perfect all the time yeah yeah that's right right and yeah, like you say don't overthink it because you can think yeah you can think yourself oh, out of the you project before you've even begun you know. <laughs> exactly 
exactly exactly so true oh joe thank you so much for joining us today uh, and having a chat it's lovely yes. to reconnect with you again and I'm super delighted that you're part of the Making Zen Online Retreat. And I can't wait for everybody. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for everyone to try your shisha samosas. They've got to learn to say it first, obviously. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. And I can't wait to see how everyone interprets what you're teaching yeah, too. Really it's going to be amazing. It. So it's, it's very, it was very exciting last time I did it, you know, watching everybody starting to do it. So yeah yeah it really yeah. is that's the magic, so, well, yeah it? lovely to talk to you too Kay, yeah. and to everybody that's joined us thanks <laughs> yes absolutely yep and see you yeah. um on the 15th of may when the first yes. of our workshops begin and um <laughs> yes happy creating and Bye, love to you Bye. all Bye.